0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Decision Hour. I am Adam, and with me, as always,
1: my right hand man. Technically, I'm on your left hand today. This is true. This is in the studio. We need to change that. Right or left doesn't matter. JD. Well, that's true. Is I, I will accept the right in the
0: house. <laughs> JD, what's going, on? <laughs> what's going on, buddy? Hey, brother. How you doing? Ah, oh, it's cold, man. It, it, man it's, it's been. It's listen, oh, y'all. We. Uh, those of you that know we we we. Here we, in Arizona, yeah, we do the show down in Phoenix, Arizona, most of the time. Ninety percent <laughs> of the time that we're in this, we're, when we're doing this show, we do it here in Arizona, and it's been cold here lately. Now, like a lot of you uh, people up north or that are listening to this, yeah, we're we're thinking, you know, it's, it's it's yeah, it's you know, when it, when it gets down to the you know mid forties, high thirties, I
1: hate you. <laughs> Uh, you can it, wait until you it, see how bundled up Adam is. <laughs> I have
0: I have a hoodie, and then I got my car. I, but and I'm actually I'm starting to sweat a little bit in this carhart. But I love this heart I mean, it's a, this is a great jacket. Anyway, you're listening to the Decision Hour. This show is all about making the decision. Uh, whether it is that, you know you want to start your own business, get into upper management, something to do to change your life, uh, make the decision. It could be anything. Could be anything, you know. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we talk about in the in the, in the guests that we have are, are entrepreneurs, or people that are in uh, upper management and decided that they wanted to get into upper management, um, people that wanted to start a second business to supplement their income, whether it was with a multi-level marketing, uh, you know, venture or, or or what have you. But you got to make that decision, uh, and we're here to help. And that's kind of what this this show is all about.
1: Absolutely, man. I mean, it, you know, we we created this show. Yes, it's it's for those general people, but you know, we ourselves made the decision. You a little bit before me about becoming an entrepreneur. Um, it, our reasons are are completely different. Yet we're kind of on the same path. I mean, you've got kids. You have a kid. Excuse me. Let's <laughs> let's. let's he has Easy one kid high speed. that <laughs> he knows of. I have none that I know of during my world travels. But, uh, um, and then you say, oh, JD on. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's go back th- to that. So
0: we're gonna start the show over now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no,
1: but um, but yeah. So you know we have different reasons why you know we wanted to become entrepreneurs right. and create a second income or create the only income that matters or different different lifestyle, you know, different, oh, lifestyle, a different lifestyle. You know,
0: oh, uh, definitely a different lifestyle. And it, it's not an easy decision. You know, a, a lot of the times when you, especially with those of you that are that are entrepreneurs, you're looking at you know one of the guys I like to follow uh, on on social media is Gary V. Yep. Um, and, and you know, it's, it's 24, seven, 365 14 to 16 hours a day, you know, and, it, but he's got a lot of businesses and, and, and he, he, I mean, he's, he's got the grind. Me on the other hand, my mindset is, you know, my son is a, it's the most important thing to me. So I, I try to gear everything that I do around his schedule until he's out of school. Once he's out of school, then it's not mm-hmm. gonna matter. Cause I, I, I can change that up. But Anyway, I
1: am excited though because of what what I signed up for yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I Wait, mean, so why? Okay,
0: well, so you're spinning it out. Why don't you tell everybody? All,
1: all right. right. So some of the people that I follow, mm-hmm. I, one of the main people that I follow is uh, Les Brown. Okay. And it turns out that Les Brown is coming to Phoenix.
0: Les Brown,
1: and they're doing that. You probably heard of it. Yep. The Get Motivated yep. Business Seminars. Yep. I came across. I was lucky enough to get a couple free tickets.
0: Very nice, congratulations to go see Les Brown
1: here in Phoenix, and that's towards the end of January. Mm -hmm. So that's a
0: lot. Those those get motivated seminars are really cool. I remember when Zig Ziglar traveled. This one's packed, man.
1: It's got uh, Les Brown. It's got Lou Ferrigno. Everybody knows who Lou is.
0: Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. The original. The original,
1: yeah um it's got the uh, top sales trainer in the co- in the country Omar Perryu. um the top inspirational speaker Dr. Willie Jolly the top communication skills expert um <clears throat> Bob Kitell uh the top confidence coach and I'm not just kidding about this guys I mean they went out and basically got the best of the best from from all markets and put them into one seminar. And again, yeah. I got my tickets for free. Nice. It's just one of those things, you know. I was on social media, and it, it you know, it listed a couple stipulations and said you could qualify for free tickets. And I said okay, and I qualified. So well, good on you. I thought, I thought it was pretty good, on you. pretty good. So Les Brown, baby, Les nice. Brown. I can't wait. I can't wait to go see him.
0: So this is our uh, holiday special. Um, Right, because we're we're we're, not going to be on next week. We're not going to be on next week. Because you're going going from cold to colder. Going cold to colder and go back up to uh, Wisconsin. We're kind of dating dating the show here, but that's all right. Um, I want to jump in to, 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 well, first off, before we jump in, we have a very special guest uh, coming on the show to name, uh, today, excuse me. Uh, Carl I. will be uh, joining us today. Carl is uh, one of the co-founders of the Heroes Media Group Heroes Alliance Network. Uh, which we which we are all a part of. Yep. Um he's also uh owns a he's a very successful excuse me entrepreneur, Yukon uh, Alum. Yukon Alum uh retired army veteran, uh le- retired lieutenant colonel. Um so we're going to talking about one of his companies, uh particularly uh, Glamath, Mammoth Global Yeah, Mammoth Global Partners. Um so, I'm looking forward to that. And before we even jump into that, uh, and that call is going to be coming on, and we're going to be getting him on here in about the next five to six minutes. Uh, big shout out to all of our sponsors, the Student Veterans of America, studentvets.org. That's studentvets.org. If you're a transitioning uh, out of the military and looking to go back into school, if you're currently in the military and you want or, or going to a ground school, see if they have a student vets uh, club on your campus. Uh, and you can find that out by going to studentvets.org. Org. Their national conference is in Orlando, uh, 2016, and uh, the first part of January. Uh, NatCon 2016. You can also find those details out. I love Orlando. Uh, at at uh, StudentVets.org, we got uh, Premier Social Media. Uh, that's Premier with an E. Uh, Shelly, she's doing incredible work. Uh, just talked to her very briefly the other day. Uh, Shyla. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, great support. Great support. Mm. I love her support. Uh, She does uh, does a lot of online training now. So if you're not in the Phoenix, Arizona uh, area, uh, whether you're across the country and uh, you'd like to learn how to optimize your social media marketing, you can take her classes uh, via online now. So it's uh, very exciting stuff. Uh, Red Oak Marketing um, is another organization. Brian, who... Also owns Iron Mike Magazine, which is uh, something that... Uh, I kind of let the cat out of the bag there. Don't tell anybody, but uh, we're going to be a part of that magazine starting in 2016. That's awesome. Uh, so, big news there. Um, so, don't tell nobody, yeah, other so don't, than so the don't, millions yeah, and millions so don't, of people. So, don't, that so don't tell anybody, but Iron Mike Magazine, <laughs> the Heroes Media Group is going to be part of Iron Mike Magazine now. That's awesome. But, uh, Red Oak Marketing, they do all of our, our marketing materials, stickers, t-shirts, and, 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 and stuff like that. Uh, you can check them out at uh, RMGT.com And then uh, Reality Realty Virginia Heroes uh, Been huge supporters uh, Of our Sam Pachola And his staff And he's got like 12 agents now uh, that no, 12 new agents On top of the ones that he already had it, it, He's the largest realtor uh, And the number one realtor In the Virginia, uh, Maryland, D.C. area uh, he's, he's helped hundreds of uh, military personnel get into uh, homes and, and whatnot. So if you're moving out east or you're out east right now and you're looking to sell a home and you need a realtor, call Reality Realty uh, Virginia Heroes by simply going to com Um and then again, we're going to have uh, Carl I, man of mm-hmm. Global Partners, uh, which is one of our. wonder sponsors. if he's done
1: his Christmas <clears throat> shopping yet?
0: I don't know. We'll find out. Probably not. Carl, where Carl are you Charles at with lucky. all that? Uh, you know, I uh, so we got a couple minutes. Let's talk about that real quick. I was on online last night. Christopher, my son, my son, uh, Christopher wanted a this leather uh, journal. Uh, leather bomb really? yeah he wanted a journal nice. uh, to write in and it had like yeah uh, it was like a celtic dragon kind of a oh, that's awesome. uh, thing but it was all leather uh, so he got online found it and so he, he's got that and then he's also he hasn't noticed yet but he's getting a um, one of the elevation uh, masks uh, to work out in right uh, which is a hot hot item i I've, I've seen them around for oh, bat, latter part of about nine months now but now they're really getting popular right um, so he's getting one of those and he's getting he's getting quick he shaved a, uh, a second and a half off his 40 um, Wow Already, right. so he's 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 still in the mid fives but at the beginning of football he was like six plus so he's at like five four and his 40 right now. Um, so nice. he's you know, for a 12 year old, it's, it's not too bad. No, so not at all. He, he, he's gotten a lot faster, a lot of improvement. So, I'm hoping that the uh, the mask will help out a little bit, train him at elevation, even though we're down here in the valley. So, so what do you get me? Uh, you know, I'm gonna get you a sharp stick in the eye, maybe kicking the nuts.
1: You know, I, I've, I've had those before. Yeah. I actually did all my Christmas shopping for me yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, I went out and got me plenty of stuff.
0: Yeah, what'd you get yourself? You got well, two
1: minutes. What'd you get yourself? Me and the misses, uh, the future misses, potential future misses. Uh, we went to the uh, we went to one of the local malls yesterday, just to get something to eat. Castles is not a local mall. Dude. Just just to get something to eat, and because uh, you know we were hungry. But there, there's a, there was a Chinese place inside that she she loved going to, so uh-huh. we just stopped in there. But on the way to that place we came across this place that um i don't know if you ever heard it's called Victoria's secret you ever been no no okay um if
0: i have it's just been that long so
1: she uh (laughs) she's like oh i just want to look around i'm like okay just want to look all right she goes no i'm not buying anything the key word that she said was i am not buying anything yeah she didn't say you were buying she's not
0: buying anything she's uh, but how much did you spend
1: (laughs) so uh to so, her credit, though, you know, she she technically didn't ask me to buy her anything. Folks, I want to just
0: make a note here. <laughs> you noticed how he dodged that question, well, uh, to rather her, successfully. To so her credit, just,
1: though, she she told me that she didn't want anything. She just wanted to check out what was going on. So when she gets paid, she can go back. Right. But me, I don't I don't make decisions based on my bank account anymore. That's the yeah. beautiful thing of yeah. being an entrepreneur and writing your own check. She, she's like, oh, no, 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 it's like $25 for that perfume. I No, that's too much. I'm like, what? So, you know, she's worth at least that. I mean, so, whoops. so first off, I do want to say this. Anytime a guy buys anything from Victoria's Secret, he's not buying it for her. He's really not. Guys, let's be honest. Okay, if you're okay with right. with pulling out your credit card or whatever, however it is you pay in Victoria's Secret? You're not doing it for her. You have alternative motives, yeah.
0: whether it's your wife, your girlfriend,
1: significant other,
0: your other yeah other half, or the other gal, or whatever. I got a girlfriend with a wife on the side. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. so,
1: so my Christmas shopping for me was done yesterday. So, are you ready for the holidays? Uh yeah we we also secured our room for a few days over the Christmas holiday at Talking Steak Resort. Oh very nice, nice resort. Yeah we got a nice suite. So well,
0: good stuff. Well listen um it's it's I'm getting that the uh, the time here. Mm-hmm. It's about that time. So about I think, that time. I think we're gonna. But get, I do
1: want to clarify real quick. Yeah. You were my first option option to share the suite with. I just want to know it's- let you know because. <laughs> Cause you're taking off, so you know I had to bring somebody. I might as well bring her. All right, I just want to let everybody know can't be alone for the holidays. I got you. I got you. I,
0: got you. <laughs> I appreciate you, appreciate you thinking about me. As creepy as that is, uh, so folks, I think what we're going to do now is we're going to try to get Carl I on the line with us. Let's so go uh, let's that. go ahead and stand by here.
1: So it's it's not that you wouldn't have been a good roommate during <laughs> hey, the holiday season.
0: Right. Well, listen, folks we we said we were going to give gonna off get our, a little bit more work We were. <laughs> We said we were going to get our special guest uh, on the line, and he's with us right now. Carl we're came going, in at yeah, a perfect so Carl, time. So Carl came in, and well, he came in at a perfect time, <laughs> but I, I don't know, so we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. You. Carl, are you there? I'm here.
2: Thanks for having me on. At, Thanks for having me on, Adam. Yeah, Things not up, a problem. Baby.
0: We appreciate you, sir. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule. So we're telling a little our guests a little bit of, uh, uh, about you. You you are one of the uh, co founders of the Heroes Media Group slash the heroes alliance network and uh you also have several other ventures uh that we're hoping that we can uh the listeners can hear about today so carl why don't you start a little bit and tell our listeners a little bit about your about yourself
2: I, I did 23 years in the army adam as you and i have talked about before retired went to work on the hill hated working on the hill left and uh, started my own service disabled better known business and you and i talked about that briefly but uh it just dovetails perfectly. A lot of military people are given an opportunity early in their careers, whether they're a buck sergeant or a first lieutenant, whatever the case may be, to make decisions, be responsible for a lot of uh, a lot of things that a lot of guys and gals our age similar age groups don't really have an opportunity to do until much later in their careers. So we get a we get a, a head start on being in charge, being responsible and uh, doing some pretty fantastic things. And all of a sudden when you're out of the military you're thinking, Man, I used to do this stuff that I'm going to work for back when I was twenty three years old and now I'm 40-something years old, and I can run this, you know, I can run circles around this. So it works well to become an entrepreneur, I think, for many, many military personnel.
0: Nice. So what, what prompted you to, to, other than just your experience, I mean, you, you, you said you you, were, you got out of the military, you hate work, you, and you went to work on the Hill. You didn't like doing that. So that I'm assuming, is that what was the driving force of becoming an entrepreneur and starting your own business?
2: I've always been kind of an entrepreneur. I mean, I can remember when I was a kid, it snowed one day. We went out of school, and I was in a small private school, and I, I went out that morning, put my boots on, and shoveled driveways. I made 100 bucks. This is back in the 80s, and I went to school the next day, and the teacher went around. She said, what did everybody do? And Somebody watched a movie. Somebody played video games. Came to me, and I said, I shoveled uh, driveways for $100. a 110 bucks that day. All the kids looked at me like, what are you? Are you crazy? I'm like, yeah, they couldn't believe it. 110 bucks, a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, it was a pretty good day, but it wasn't my best day, but I always kind of knew back then that I like working for myself, making money, that kind of thing. So that was really what drove it. Other circumstances, like my wife having a great job, Uh, we don't have children, so uh, those are paid, and it made it a little easier for me to make that decision, I guess, leaving a good job on the hill to, to go ahead and start my own business.
1: Hey, Kyle, you reminded me. First off, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, you reminded me real quick. I did the same thing. I loved snow days. To this day, though, I, I, I can't stand snow after my tour in Alaska. But uh, growing up, we'd go out there and, and, and shovel driveways for, you know, five or ten bucks or whatever it is that they'd give us. My father found out how much money I was making. And next thing I know, he's coming behind me with the damn snowblower. And he would do the driveway right next to mine and blow all the snow into the driveway that I was shoveling.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a
2: great story. But did you charge and shovel it back up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, it was it was on me. I had to get out. And he'd be rolling the whole time. He was blowing the, you know, that foot and a half of snow right into the part that I was doing by hand. He still got that yeah. that same yeah. snowblower today. By the way.
2: And he's still making money off it, and Oh, he's, yeah, he's your, and he's ruining your business on top of it. Yep, absolutely.
0: <laughs> so, Carl, uh, what business now is it that you that you have? We, I've, I told our listeners a little bit about Mammoth uh, Global Partners. Can you can you elaborate a little bit for the listeners uh, on what that business is?
2: Yeah, so back when I was working, the Pentagon as a public affairs officer, I got a phone call from a guy who wanted to marry up Rocky Blyer, who was you know four time Super Bowl champion and the NFL to discuss the military's uh, research on traumatic brain injury because NFL players are having similar experiences with regard to the the hits and things they're taking wearing their helmets. So military person, soldiers, Marines, you know, we all wear helmets. And so does the NFL. So I thought, man, that's a pretty clever idea. And we ended up doing a Super Bowl Media Week event with two one-star medical generals and Rocky Blyer to put out the word on how the NFL and the Army is working together on traumatic brain injury and how to create a safer helmet or a helmet that protects even better than ones we had. And uh, there was money involved in that. And I thought, man, this is something I can do when I get out. You can marry celebrities um, with various causes, uh, 501c3s, private entities, et cetera, to bring more attention. I mean, I, I think the marketing world is flooded these days with social media, internet kind of marketing, et cetera. But there's still some room out there to say, hey, we can get these celebrities that aren't your you know, uh, Brad Pitt's the world, the people who will garner attention to help support your company and your cause. And so Miami's Global Partners does just that. We put celebrities with uh, companies and in, in 501c3s and the like to, uh, to promote them and help them raise money.
0: That's really cool. That is awesome. And I say that, acting surprised me, but I've actually seen Carl in action, and it's it's really cool. Obviously, yeah, I saw the picture sets, of you and Rocky. Uh, sets this up. That. I mean, it's Rocky Blyard, Dexter Manley. it's mm-hmm. at several other uh, ones at some of the, some of the other events that we were at this year, and it's it's really, uh, it's really neat watching Carl in, in, in action uh, with these celebrities and and whatnot. So from from that standpoint, Carl, it's it's uh, I appreciate it, and I've learned a lot from you. Already this year, and I'm not just saying that to, uh, you know, blow smoke or anything. So,
1: well, let let me ask you this, Carl. All right. So when you have a nonprofit organization that's looking for partners, celebrity partners, or or let's let's start from this direction. When you have a celebrity that knows that they want to get involved with trying to make a difference and actually use their money, what's the process? that that they go through in order to be partnered up with a nonprofit organization?
2: Well, let me say this first of all, I, I, on that particular point. If a nonprofit comes to me, typically private companies don't. Some of the bigger companies, they don't, they've got money to spend. But if a nonprofit comes to me and says, do you think this celebrity will do it for free? The answer is about 99% of the time, no. I mean, as an example, one of my favorites, obviously, is Rocky, particularly because I'm an Army guy. He's a former soldier, Vietnam veteran, Purple Heart. Um, Rocky Blyer does a ton of free stuff in in Pittsburgh, and in the 70s wasn't making a lot of money. As a matter of fact, there were a lot of NFL stars who worked an off-season job to make ends meet. Now, Rocky's not like that, and he's done pretty well for himself. But nonetheless, he does so many free things for military personnel up and around his neighborhood that when you say to him, hey, please come to an event to help promote it, he realizes that his presence is driving income for that organization or that private entity. So he, he wants to get paid. So when 501c3 charities ask me hey will they do it for free the answer is no because I'm not going to do it for free I I volunteer my time just like I'm sure you two do with a lot of organizations but this is how I make a living so first of all you have to realize you have to find out is this organization sincere about paying a celebrity and getting this done the second thing is they just have to tell me what they want to do they want to go to an exposition and draw more of a crowd they want to have a holiday gala and have more people want to come they want to do maybe a commercial some sort of YouTube video they kind of outline for me or I give them some ideas and then say, Hey, what do you want to accomplish here? And this is what it's going to cost. And then finally, I'll tell you that there's a lot to go into it. I mean, after you agree with the company, the work behind the scenes, whether I'm posting all kinds of stuff on social media, writing press releases or physically standing there, the worst part of my job is after the celebrity gives his two and a half hours, they, they, they don't always want to leave and be in a hurry, but they're there for two and a half hours. They're there for two hours. So they end. So somebody has to look at that person in line and say, "You're the last person to get an autograph, to get a picture," and the other ten people behind that typically they complain, "Please, please, this and that," and it, that's probably the toughest part of my job, being the referee at the very end of the uh, at the end of the event.
1: Wow, that that's absolutely amazing. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's, well, how It, is, pretty cool. <laughs> it is. It is. I've seen
0: uh, one of the events we had to do that with. He's like, "All right, we got to get these guys out of here." And, and <laughs> it's, it's,
1: we've looked at potentially having, you know, like local athletes and whatnot, you know, kind of help us out with some of our future events. So this is absolutely great, great news to be able to, to work through because I know that, that we're going to have the option uh, to partner with a nonprofit w- here w- in the future.
0: I, w- I want to interject real quick. And one of the things that Carl hit, hits on that I want all the listeners to really pay attention to, even rewind this as you're listening to this, and, and and replay what Carl just said. He didn't do anything for free, and that's a, a lot of the. I think and Carl, ch- chime in here, and, 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 you know, if I'm, if I'm wrong, but I think a, a lot of the organizations, especially nonprofit organizations, and and particularly, I hate to, to call us out on this, but the veteran organizations, mm-hmm. they they try to get stuff or they expect stuff for free, and it's just it's not a. a I mean, if you keep doing things for free you're not going to be in business for for very long yes. so and and carl's very adamant about uh, you know making sure hey listen you got to do this you got to do this is how it needs to be set up and that's the one thing i think one of carl's strong points in my opinion is that all right this is cool it's great uh, he, he might agree hey this is great this is great all right now how are we monetizing this how are we making money because when you're in business let's face it and if you're a for-profit whether you're a for-profit or a non-profit you're in business to make money let's let's not let's not you know forget that fact and, and well,
2: one of the interesting things you pointed out there is that you know veterans organizations you're kind of calling them out a little bit um and, and i hear what you're saying and i and i agree to some degree but i will show you the reason that happens is it's all in, it's all in good nature because let's be honest all of us are former service members we've volunteered to be a part of our country's defense i got it and so there's a lot of volunteerism amongst us whether we volunteer as you know Go work at the, you know, the, the food bank, we volunteer at a church, we volunteer at a local, we, we, we just volunteer, that's who we are, that's how we think. At some point, though, if you've volunteered enough, and you're still volunteering, running various things, at some point you have to go to work. I just find it very interesting that, you know, people believe that, hey, I have this great idea that Mary Lou Retton, because I have a VFW fish fry in Austin, Texas, is going to show up for free. Well, Mary Lou Retton's got four daughters. Uh, that she's taken care of. She's got a husband she's taken care of. She volunteers various committees in, in and around her neighborhood already. So to ask her to come and volunteer one more time generally doesn't happen. Now, I will tell you that most celebrities do, in fact, give a nice discount to veterans from military organizations, period. Uh, they, 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 can, they, they can concede that. They're like, absolutely, I want to take care of troops. But a plane flight in a first-class hotel room isn't going to cut it when this particular NFL star, this baseball player, this former television star – is leaving their family for three or four days or two or three days to go away and and, and go to work. And they realize when they're standing there signing autographs, taking pictures, that that company that's hired them, that 501c3, is getting information on the person that's getting the autograph so they can solicit them for donations. If they're signing autographs on footballs that you're charging for and donating to a charity, those particular celebrities recognize that they have some value. And I think most of them are priced appropriately. When you get into some of the superstars that... You know, you see in the movies every day, you know, whether it's Denzel Washington or Brad Pitt or, you know, um, you know Peyton Manning, but a little more expensive because they they bring a lot of clout. But some of the guys and gals have been out of the NFL for a while, but still are household names. Herman Edwards, I mentioned uh, Mary Lou Retton, uh, Gary Burkhoff, who used to be um, Radar O'Reilly on MASH. Very reasonable. The, uh, the gentleman from um, Duck Dynasty, very reasonable. But they recognize that if you pay them, that your company somehow is making... Some sort of money on it, whether it's in branding, whether it's in associations, or whether it's actually, you know, if you're charging for them to get a picture, five or ten bucks that goes to a charity. That's typically how we do
0: it. That's a great. All great points there. No, all is. great points. And,
1: and the the one thing that comes to mind. I mean, I've only been uh, a full time entrepreneur since but June. All right. But one of the things that comes to mind is one of my rules is every action that I take as an entrepreneur has to make me money, There, there's no way around it. If, if I'm going to survive and I'm going to be successful, every action that I take, I need to approach every action that I take as if it's going to make me money.
2: That's yeah, I, a, I agree with you there, J.D., that, that's, that's, you know, at some point there's only so many hours in a day, you know, mm-hmm. there's only so many hours in a week and uh, aside from sleeping, eating, taking care of our properties, taking care of our families, there's only so many hours in a week that you can dedicate to earning a living. And so when somebody asks me to do that for free, after I've already volunteered on this 501c3, I sit on this board for free, that kind of thing. I've even had to tell a very good friend of mine who's also a retired military officer. She asked me to help her with one of her organizations. I said, Look, I, I just can't do it for free. I can help you with some advice. I'll mm-hmm. send some stuff over. I'll use some of my connections. Certainly I'll help you know promote it on, on Facebook, even though it takes time. But, I can't write press releases, put them on on my search engine optimization, and have them hit thousands and thousands and thousands of people in the space when I'm paying to have that to do that. I mean, there's only so much you can give. I mean, it's, it's tough, too. I mean, you know you guys are both military. People ask military all the time to give and give and give. And um, at some point, you know, I'm going to feed feed our families and pay their mortgages as well.
3: Yeah.
1: No, I absolutely agree. I mean, even when I'm doing my marketing, I don't target anybody that's looking for anything for free because they don't have their credit card available. Carl, <laughs> a, let me ask you something. Carl, being an entrepreneur, what's the
0: hardest? What is the hardest decision that you've had to make as an entrepreneur? Whether it was getting started, and becoming an entrepreneur, or or maybe one that you face, you know, on a, either on a daily, weekly, or, or, or monthly basis.
2: Well, I think the hardest one to do is particularly for someone of has family to do it because no one's guaranteeing any income. So when you make that decision, I said I had some, I had control of that. So I had a retirement check from the United States the military. I have a wife who's got a good job. I don't have a lot of bills in terms of children. So that, that risk mitigated itself. So I was able to say, okay, I'm going to do this. Uh, the second hardest one I think is um, you have to make, you have to be able to sit down, particularly bidding on government contracts, which are very, very difficult to bid on. You have to be able to sit down and say, I'm going to spend 20, 22 hours on this and realize it's a chance to meet in this contract are slim to none, even though I may be a service disabled better on small business. And so at some point, you have to make the decision, I'm really going to try for this, or I'm going to let this go, because the amount of hours it's going to eat up. So that's one of the consistent decisions that happens routinely. I get RFIs or request for information, request for proposals into my inbox all the time, and I have to look at that and say, okay, I can really do this, but can I risk the next 24 hours to write this proposal, realizing the chance of me getting this are slim? Or maybe look at another one and say, look, I can really get this one, so let me go after that one. I'm working with a new company now that's doing movies for government. They're doing videotaping for government uh, entities. And uh, they come with a big Hollywood backer, and I feel very, very comfortable when we go after stuff together. But uh, when I was on my own, just doing it with want to write press releases and do public affairs operations, it was much more challenging for me, uh, particularly after I wrote <laughs> four proposals and, and came up second or third in, in, in the bidding process. so. I think that's part of my hardest decision: sitting there evaluating each RFP and saying, "I'm not trying for this, or I am trying for this."
0: You know, you you brought up, you've said this a couple of times. That you're a, a uh, service-connected veteran-owned uh, business. Can you explain to our listeners why that's important? Yeah, I can
2: tell you two things about that. One is, there's only one federal entity. Of all the three letter agencies, Department of Defense, the Department of the Army, CIA, FBI, you know, um, all those the, the government agencies that actually validates a service disabled, veteran-owned small business. And that's the VA. And the VA creates a little badge. They call it a CVE, um, Certified Venture Entrep- uh, Enterprise. And you have to put in a lot of paperwork, three years of taxes, all kinds of questions, you get an answered question. You have to show your disability rate. And then they end up giving you this little like I said, stamp of approval that you can use on your business cards on your website, it says the VA has vetted my company and this is legitimate services able to better known small business, which is huge. Um, the other thing is that the government will then in turn target those kind of companies for business. Unfortunately, the one negative to it is that there's a lot of us out there, but particularly here in the Northern Virginia area, there's a ton of services able to better on small businesses. So um, the value of having that, as much as I like having them, I put the time and effort in to have the C D E stamp from the Vedage administration. Um, I did a lot of having girls that are services able better their own small businesses and it may be better than to consider another venue as well, like eight A female owned, to go along with their service disabled their own business status. But uh, yeah, it's important. There's targeted contracts for services able to better own small businesses and uh, I think it's worth the time to to get that kind of uh, approval.
0: So all you veterans out there that are uh, you know contemplating on, on getting into your own business if you have a service uh, connected disability make sure you look look into that and like carl said it, it is I've, I've looked into the paperwork myself for for several of the businesses that i have and uh it, it is a little lengthy but there are there are people out there that can help uh, as well to make the process uh you know less tedious or whatnot but it's you know it, it's it's definitely worth uh going through it so
2: well, the va has a, a helpline itself so when you first start going through it you know, when you get that, you get stuck or you don't quite get it, it doesn't make sense to you, there is a number you can call, and they will actually help you get through it. I would recommend that nobody, not one veteran, pay to have someone put together their SOB Service Disabled Veteran-Owned Small Business Packet. There are other um, licenses or, you know, um, certifications like 8A, like GSA Schedule, where it makes sense potentially to pay somebody to help you with that because those could be a little bit more challenging, but... Generally, the VA is pretty good about answering questions for those of us who are trying to get our CBA, our certified veteran entrepreneur, our stamp of approval.
0: Interesting. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you.
1: Hey, Carl, let me, let me ask you this. As an entrepreneur, okay, you've got your hands in a lot of different things, a lot of different businesses. You help out many, many organizations. You've helped me out as well uh, as far as the sports division goes, here for Heroes Media Group, several times. When, when you get up in the morning and you know you just got this laundry list of stuff that goes along with being an entrepreneur and you've already mentioned that you know you do have another income coming you have other incomes coming in especially with the misses. how do you stay hungry as an entrepreneur? I mean what keeps you from just saying ah you know we got this I can stay in bed today or I don't really need to do anything today I think that's where a lot of people come up short as an entrepreneur, how do you stay hungry?
2: You know, some of the other things that bring in some income besides my wife is I have a couple of rental properties that I procured over my military career. So, you know, there's not many days I can stay in bed just because something's going on with you know a tenant or or an issue with a with a property. So uh, that that helps me to uh, to <laughs> to keep myself up and going in, in many cases and get rolling. Um, and the other thing is, I, I heard this one time. It was General Officer that said it a long time ago, and I told us at the war College or some speech he gave and he, he said, get up every morning and make your bed so you accomplish something today. I am really, I'm not sounding like a goody-two-shoes because I'm certainly not. I don't want to tell you that. Some of the worst stories we've had together, but I make my bed every day, so I think I oh, thing to accomplish, and that kind of gets me on a roll. And I'm starting to think, okay, now what else do I have to do? And I have a daytime, or keep a list of stuff, and and um, the other thing is, I, my wife hates the mail. I love the mail because mail brings me opportunities, and so I'm up about all these potential opportunities, and On top of that, I'll share one more thought with you that's kind of unique about the business I'm in is that some of the former ballplayers I work with, um, again, I'm showing that on Rocky Blair. He's in great shape from what I understand financially. But um, some of these guys really didn't do well with managing their money. So I'll be sitting around in the afternoon on my computer and boom, I'll get a phone call from NFL star X or major league star B, hey, you got any work for me. And And I'm realizing that, wow, These guys are, you know, in some regard relying on me to help them pay their bills just like I'm relying on going out and getting business to bring them in. So um, I got to tell you, there's a lot of enticement every day, whether it's my own personal list that I put together, whether it's the mail coming in, whether it's, you know, working with Adam and Sam and the Heroes Alliance Network. Uh, There's always something out there that I can be doing. As a matter of fact, I feel guilty at night when my wife gets home when we're watching TV because uh, I have to keep my computer in my office, away from my lap, or I'll be on the computer doing something. It's just my personality.
0: I can concur. I've seen it. <laughs> I,
1: I I can also concur. I I would have to say that the last time I made my bed, which was I don't know a while ago, because usually we ever made that does it. But the last time I actually did it, I felt pretty damn good about myself. Yeah. I will say that. I, mean, I heard
2: that from somebody else. That wasn't my idea. I I forgot. I forget who to give that credit. Give the credit to, but I, I can't remember if it was it General Pace or it was maybe uh, Admiral Mullen. But somebody said do that. And you'll at least accomplish one thing that day. So um now the other thing I'll show you, it's personal notice is I, I have five Leon Burgers. We have 627 pounds of dog who live in our house, and I will tell you that wow. about six thirty in the morning, if my wife hasn't fed them yet, they're they're up on the bed and they're, and they're not growling, but they're definitely making it uncomfortable for me to stay in bed if they haven't eaten <laughs> yet. So um, and they're big I get dogs this up every day of the week.
0: They are they are big big dogs, folks. I, I've had the the privilege to to stay uh with Carl and uh, his wife and, and and the dogs and uh they're they're absolutely gorgeous dogs I mean they're they're like small bears you know? they're, they're <laughs> like cubs I mean these these dogs are huge but they're they're absolutely gorgeous uh, gorgeous animals.
1: Outstanding. What else did you have for no, them? I just gotta remember to make my bed every morning now.
0: that's great advice Carl what if, you know I know you're busy, so we're we're gonna but before we let you go advice that you could give right now to whether it's a, a somebody a, a potential entrepreneur somebody that's on the defense you know the, the show is called the decision hour it's all about making that decision to to make that change whether it's to be an entrepreneur or i'm going to go back to school uh, i'm going to get out of the military whatever the case may be it's time to make that decision hence the decision hour what advice can you give our listeners today
2: I incorporated my own business or became an, A lot of people become an LLC. I became an incorporation, which is very similar, but that's just my lawyer at the time recommended I do it that way. I became an incorporation in 2012. I filed my first tax return for positive cash flow in two thousand end of 2014. So that would be January 2012. So I wanted three years basically before I filed any positive cash flow. And it wasn't a lot of money. Well, not a lot of money. I mean, I'm not. I'm not even a six-figure with my business, uh, the one that does the, uh, the marketing, per se. Um, so i, I got to tell you, you just got to stick to it. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of people go out there, start the business, have an LLC, and then let it fall apart because they can get a contract in the first month or two. I, I've had one federal government contract since I started, only one, and it was a short 30-day period. I've had about five corporate entities pay me to do work for them um one of them is a long-term mm-hmm. contract that i'm fortunate to have but that'll end here pretty soon based on the nature of the business but uh, so if you if you're, if you're not going to stick to it and you're not that kind of person you feel like you need to have a steady income maybe going back to work for the federal government or an income like you had when you were active duty military uh you probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur because i got to tell you that's what makes this exciting again i have some fallback with the, my wife has a regular job but she's starting to become envious because she sees what i do every day and some days I've got a jacket and tie on or a suit and tie, and I'm busy with appointments one after the other. And other, other days I'm going to put a flip flops, and a T-shirt, and I'm doing everything over the Internet. So I think a lot of people become envious of that kind of lifestyle. Um, but I guess my biggest piece of advice is if you, you can't stick to it, don't bother. Go out there and get yourself a, a regulated five job and, you know, have fun on the weekends, enjoy your weeknights, and uh, and, and, and go about your business. But don't expect to have a steady stream of income if you start, there. start out as an entrepreneur.
0: JD I think we need to get him in touch with John Bronson. Absolutely. That'd be a good one. So Carl, we owe you an email. Folks, you're listening, uh we got this very special guest Carl, I uh, co-founder of the Heroes Media Group, uh Mammoth Global Partners and, and a whole bunch of other uh things. He's one of the hardest working, smartest guys uh, I know. I'm honored to call him a friend, Carl. Thanks. We appreciate you for coming on today.
2: Hey, it was good to talk to you JD. It was good to talk to you, Adam and we'll uh, be in touch and uh, Everybody hit that website if they have any questions. My email's right there, and I'm happy to answer, particularly on the former military
0: member. Sounds good. We'll talk to you soon, buddy.
2: Have a
0: great day. Yeah. Bye bye. Love, love it. And and what's funny is I'm looking at the time. Is like uh, we have our weekly conference call <laughs> here in about 20 minutes. Nice. I'll be back on the phone with uh, with him. So, Carl I, Mammoth Global Partners. You check them out. You go to mammothglobalpartners.com. And uh, you know, if you're an organization, or you own an organization, and you'd like a professional athlete, a movie star, whatnot, to come on out and help promote your business, give Carl a call. Oh, absolutely! It's got a lot of great content. I'm telling you. So this far, so far this year, I've met Rocky Blyer, Dexter Manley. Uh, there's two other ones. There was a hockey player. Uh, I forget. I should know these, but I'm bad with names. I recognize faces, but I'm bad with names. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, that. And there was a there was another. Um, uh, redskin football player um uh, that was there i mean it's just you know it, it, it's unreal and it, it it's so much fun you know going going to do that 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 kind of stuff so the fact that he's in that business um you know and then seeing him work in and he is you know uh you know he's up early he's on the computer he's writing you know um you know thank you letters and mailing them out you know snail mail and sending emails i mean he's he's classic uh entrepreneur on on just showing respect to other people that that come out and reach out to them and stuff too. so and I think that's a big uh, big thing since I bring that up I want to touch on that real quick is the follow-up when, you know when you're an entrepreneur and you're doing business when when you have a special guest on or when you have uh, you know a company or an organization come on, whether it's your show or to a special event of yours or whatnot, yep. send a thank you letter. That's one thing that you're gonna see from us. Uh, starting in 2016 is that we have uh, some letterhead uh, now, whether it's from the Heroes it's, uh, all the shows will go, you know any guests that come on the shows will get a letter from the Heroes Media Group from corporate saying thanks for being on this particular show, uh, et cetera. And that's just to show, you know thanks. Uh, and, and, and it's the right thing to do. Uh, and that, and, that, and you know saying thanks goes a long goes a long way.
1: Oh, in more ways than one, especially among the, uh, among the veteran community. Absolutely. You know? I mean, it, there's a lot, you know. Not to to veer off because I know we're running short on time, but uh, you know, a lot of us are like I don't expect to to hear, you know, thank you for my service. I really don't. Um, but there are. Unfortunately, on average, 22 veterans a day. There's 22 veterans today that will not make it to tomorrow. Yeah. And you would be amazed at how a simple thank you, you know, a simple how are you doing, a simple do you need anything, how far that would go. You know, just just by reaching out your hand and shaking that veteran's hand, that could be the difference between – Today being their last day and today being the first day of their new life. I mean, it's just, it's sad, but uh, to know that they, it, it comes down to, to that for a lot of our veterans mm-hmm. where they just, they feel they can't go on. But a lot of times it's, it's, it's because they don't feel that there's anything left here for them. Right. So... If you come across a veteran, if you come across a service member, reach out your hand, say thank you. You know, just let them know that that their sacrifice wasn't for nothing. You know, and just and that takes about fifteen seconds, if that. But that one thing, that one thank you, could last them a very long time. So, I want I want to say thank you to everybody um that has thanked me for my service it's highly appreciated uh but continue to do that to other veterans and other service members please
0: absolutely and on that note uh i think we're going to call it uh call it a day
1: yeah absolutely man i mean it's been good we're not going to have a show next week so um yeah well uh
0: that was my cue, and I, I totally missed my cue for the music. So let's try this again. There we go. Um, so with that being said, folks, have a safe and happy holiday. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry
1: Christmas. Happy holiday. We'll holidays. see you all near
0: uh, all next year, all year. May, I'll, we'll see, I'll you, see you next year. We will see you next year, folks. Big special thanks to all of our sponsors this year that made this year successful. Our the last couple year. of all of our guests. Uh, you can check out all of the shows from. Heroes Media Group by simply going to heroesmediagroup.com. Thank you to uh, Student Veterans of America, Premier Social Media, Red Oak Marketing, Mammoth Global Partners, Reality Realty, Virginia Heroes. Until next year, folks, I'm Adam for JD. Thanks for tuning in to the Decision Hour.